On this episode of Fright Cap, you have Liz and Brandon talking about their favorite horror gimmicks in wrestling. Everything from scary clowns to big old tattooed burly men with long hair in coffins. Grab your favorite sting mask, put on your big old scary... <laughs> put on your big old scary... <laughs> put on your... Put on your... <laughs> put on your... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Just cue the music. So, what is your favorite, if you had to pick, what is your favorite wrestling horror gimmick of all time? Of all time is a tough one. That's a tough one to say. The one that horrifies me the most would be Papa Shango. Or Shango, however you want to pronounce it. It's his laugh, I think, that horrifies me. The total look of the skull and then the tattoos all i don't know when i was younger i could tell that he was a a dominating he's a big motherfucker yeah he's huge so yeah. like I, that scared me first but then him putting curses on people especially like ultimate warrior that right there just horrified me like <laughs> to no end because i thought he would come through the tv and put a curse on me and what about when he was the godfather did he scare you then no, because I know he's putting curse on those... On those hoes. On those <laughs> You have to do that while we're recording, because you do it well. Do the hoe train. All aboard the hoe train. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a good one. So that was a good one for all time. Yeah. Or well, like top of the list. When when I think of stuff that terrifies me, like I said, there's Papa Shango... And then, doink. Don't even talk about clowns. I have to, because, like, he was horrifying. Yeah, no shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm terrified of clowns. Uh, Matt Bourne just did that great. I don't know. I, there's no other way of putting it. He just, what was the little feller? Dink. <laughs> yeah, <but> that, <laughs> he wasn't so that, terrifying. Yeah, that was later. <laughs> that, that was after he became face, you know, like they, but, like, the... What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The first incarnation of Doink was horrifying. Like, like I said, I remember him just coming out. Even the music, the music that he come out to was just like so unsettling being my age. I'm wanting to say I was probably, I had to be six or seven whenever Doink came out. I'm, I'm imagining. I might be a little bit older. The, the way I remember Doink coming out is the WWF Raw video game on yeah. Sega Genesis. Gosh, that was so good. That was good stuff. Yeah. And that makes me Those think... Those were amazing graphics. They actually was. Yeah. Like for, for what the wrestling games prior, and then to that, yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. But that made me think of somebody that's scary that I don't think that we put on the list. Who's that? Luna Vachon. Man, Luna's creepy. You could take her as psycho inside and outside of the ring. The way she talked was was something. That... that that always got me. Uh, but yeah, like her putting the makeup on the face and then on the side of her head. Like, I don't know, like you're, 
your mind just went different places when you was younger. And yeah. Like, like that's that's how I'm attacking this episode, if you will, is what etched in my mind when I was younger and if it's still there today. And so far, what we've talked about, those, those are up there on the list. What would be your top horror gimmick? Can I be a stereotypical goth girl wrestling fan and say The Undertaker? I thought you were fixing to say Robert Smith. <laughs> Robert Smith <laughs> in the ring. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> God. Yeah. Mr. Friday Night. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. That was Maybe. good. I don't know. Robert Smith. Yeah. Why would cool. I say that? Well, you said golf. Yeah, well, that that was the thing. Golf girls like The Undertaker and Robert Smith, yeah. obviously. Undertaker would be top. Hard, he was it? fucking scary. He's still fucking scary. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. fucking scary when he went into the biker phase. I liked the Undertaker whenever he was doing the uh, the ministry type stuff. The the stuff prior, you know, coming out with Paul Bear and stuff that was that was good. But when he started the ministry and like he pulled in some people that we're going to be talking about here in a little bit, mm-hmm. and, then, and then put Stone Cold on that Undertaker symbol, like he crucified yeah. him on it. That horrified me. I was I was older when that happened. But was, that was that was such a good storyline with Undertaker and Stone Cold at that time. Man, that's so... So but, what about the brood? The brood What about is, Gangrel? Gangrel, yes. Not so much Edge and Christian. Bless them. I mean, like, they, they work. I like the... The whole well, they kind of had the pretty boy vampire look more so than Gangrel. Yeah, bless him I liked, too. I like Gangrel's DDT. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. Uh, I think like Edge kind of incorporated that like into his move set and stuff. But that was a that was a killer DDT. But yeah, like the whole bloodbath that was that was cool. Like like whenever you saw them coming out, he's like, "Who's getting the bloodbath? <laughs> yeah, who's doing it? Who's getting?" That was fun times. Yeah. It's slowly kind of coming back around to that, but not, I don't, I don't not know. really. I think it is. In, in essence, like I mean, I mean, we got uh, we got wrestlers that's uh, that will kick people with their hands in their pocket very gently. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's, slow, it's like like gimmicks are going to slowly come back. They have to. You can only go so far. We're on the week after, right, or two weeks because it was on your birthday after the death of Bray Wyatt and he really brought a horror gimmick back into the fold and, and brought creepiness back into wrestling for me and was one of the main reasons why I got back into modern wrestling because of his fiend. Yeah, the the fiend was a a ungodly character that came out of nowhere because when Bray Wyatt was doing the whole like the buzzards and all that, it came off so natural. He it didn't seem like it was forced or no. something that he uh took his time to do. I mean it just it came off natural and that's why it was so creepy. And then when he started doing the fiend uh, words can't describe on that. Everything about that was great and then like Tom Savini doing that mask was just badass. God, that mask is so cool. Yeah, it's a uh, that's just a whole package that I don't think nobody's ever going to get close. You know, like everybody says, oh, you know, he's the closest to, you know, anybody getting The Undertaker. Really, I think that those are just two huge entities that nobody's going to be able to touch. I to agree. Me. Like, the, I don't think that he was the next Undertaker because he, he never did anything that was Undertaker-esque. He did his own, his own thing, and it just came through. And everybody, I guess everybody's like... Well, we ain't seen nothing like this since Undertaker, so they they lumped him in like that. But no, he's he's his own entity. 
I agree completely. And right before Bray Wyatt passed, we lost Terry Funk and we lost Chainsaw Charlie, who was another great horror gimmick. That was that was an amazing character for Terry Funk. It took it took me the longest to realize that he just had pantyhose over his head. <laughs> you didn't um, know? No, I didn't know because uh, yet again, being younger, me and my friends we would wrestle on trampolines, and I always wanted to be Cactus Jack. I always want to be Cactus Jack, and he never had anybody that he could be, you know, because I was always want to be Cactus Jack. So when Chainsaw Charlie came out. He's like, oh my God, I got to get that mask. We, ne- we ne- For some reason, we never knew it was a but pantyhose. You didn't want to show up in Walgreens pantyhose aisle? And yeah. just, what's the, the single version of pantyhose? A pantyhose? A pantyhose. <laughs> Do you want to grab like- a pantyhose and put it on your head? Yes, I'd like to have one. That's what but I'm going to call him now. But, it, but I mean, his gimmick, it's, it's very hard gimmicky because it's got a chainsaw. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of, we've been watching a few uh, Leatherface matches. Yes. Japan went all out. Japan didn't give a shit. Japan Japan hardcore. Damn. Yeah. Japan hardcore is something... It almost feels like a dream to me because I told you before, the only thing I ever saw deathmatch was like growing up before ECW, if if you want to lump ECW in there. I would always read it in PWI magazines. So like it was always in black and white and it looked just gruesome, like Terry Funk, uh, Sabu, any anything they ever did in there with barbed wire or anything crazy. It just looked so graphic. So that was like my first introduction to Leatherface. I didn't even know that there was a wrestler named Leatherface at that time when I saw it. But that's the only time I ever heard of him is just in PWI Magazine. And then now we're watching... You know, these videos I would give anything to watch when I was younger. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Fre- the Freddy, Crypt Keeper. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> what a cool spelling. Yeah. Krueger and, and the Crypt Keeper wearing a L.A. Dodgers jersey. Japan didn't give a shit. And that's so weird that all those horror characters came into play at that time in the 90s. Like we were talking about earlier, there was the stereotypical large American men that were very popular in Japan, like Bruiser Brody, like Stan Hansen. And then all of a sudden, there was Leatherface, there was Freddy Krueger, there was somebody with a Crypt Keeper mask. It was horror characters. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Jason the Terrible. Well... I guess if we want to talk like that, like with, you know, getting pull influences from uh, movies, I mean, like, would you throw Sting in there doing The Crow? Oh, God, yeah. 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 Like, because I mean, that was like a, a whole phenom in itself, mm-hmm. like him being up in the rafters and like, you just waiting, just waiting. And that was a, I don't know what the, the full exact time was. I don't remember him ever talking or anything Mm-mm. not till he starcade brooding know. crow yeah. character but couldn't say that he was a crow character yeah, yeah thanks scott hall for that <laughs> scott hall said he came up with that for sting do you think he really did i'm gonna say yes because he's the bad guy ah yeah so whatever he says goes chico speaking of bad guys what about kevin sullivan yes full-blown creepy i think it was just like the way his stature was the way he was built 
because he was so stocky. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was kind of shorter, stocky. But all muscle. Yeah, all muscle. And then, I don't know, like his face paint that he always did there at the beginning, it kind of creeped me out. But then it kind of just went to just like eyeliner. And then it went to Motley Crue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the X on the head and then Motley Crue. Yeah. Or a combination of both. Yeah. And woman. Yeah, I know we talked about uh, me talking about like the Legion of Doom, and then his is called the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> I don't know why anybody... I call them Road Warriors. Uh, I know some people say, yeah, I like Legion of Doom. I call them Road Warriors because I get it mixed up with Dungeon of Doom, and I'm not going to do that. That's okay. But yeah, Kevin Sullivan, full-blown. He was eerie and i always liked his matches with uh chris benoit chris benoit uh, in america nobody says that in america it's pronounced ben noit and then in canada and stuff it's benoit the greatest technical wrestler to ever live and i'm sure you'll fight me over that mr kenny omega fan but kenny, another canuck they're everywhere yeah, he's a bad mother canucker uh leatherface jason the terrible yeah. everybody's from canada yeah. and stiletto <laughs> Everybody's from Canada. Maybe that's where we're supposed to go, after all. What about Chris Jericho? He does that painkiller, or what's it called? Another the, Canadian. Yeah, he does that painkiller gimmick, or what's it called? Yeah, but is that horror? Eh, he's, he's just a bad mother conductor. I just want to throw that in there again. That was good. Yeah. Well, if we've missed anybody on this list, which I know we have, because this is a very quick episode... Let us know. Uh, look us up on Instagram. Give us a comment and let us know who we've missed. And we'll talk about it on our next uh, wrestling episode, which I'm sure we'll have many. This has been fun. Yeah. Well, if anything, people that not, might not be too familiar with some of these wrestler names, they may hear it and be like, I'm going to YouTube them. Right. Let's go YouTube the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. YouTube the, the Crypt Keeper and Freddy Krugar. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, You can find us on Instagram. You will soon find us on TikTok. And you can find us on YouTube, FrightCap, all caps. You can find us on YouTube at Dead in Lane, L-A-Y-N-E. My name is Liz, also known as Pretty Hate Machine. And I am Brandon, also known as Dead in Lane. And this has been FrightCap, the podcast.